In this episode, Hannah and Sammy of Nuvok sat down with Jared to talk about the groundbreaking work they're doing. You'll hear how Nuvok got started, their initiatives and effort to revolutionize music consumption, and about the challenges of diving into video game creation. Don't forget to share this with your friends, and be sure to follow both Nuvok and Huddle In on all socials. Welcome back, everybody. It's your boy Jared T here for another live episode on Huddle In, and I am joined by a very special group of individuals today that actually make up a, a, a much bigger collective with a great, great like roadmap, cause, everything you can imagine. We're going to get all into that today, but first, I want to welcome both Hannah and Sammy. How are you guys feeling today? Hello, hello. So grateful to be here. Jared, yeah, yeah. pleasure, man. Thanks so much for having us. The standard, the standard we have to do here is we got to say, what are, what are we all about? So for those that don't know, let's let's get a, um, a quick rundown from either of you. doesn't really matter which, and actually maybe from both perspectives, because I know you guys do different things. Um, what is NUVAC? Hannah, please, ladies first. <laughs> okay, I, I'll get into it. Um, yeah, so NUVAC Collective is a next generation record label and artist advocacy collective that is really utilizing Web3 technologies to drive change for creators around the world. Um, we actually started as a nonprofit back in 2016, and our focus was primarily on educating young women and girls, teaching them how to write, produce, and release their original music um, into the global music marketplace. And since then, we added a label, um, publishing and management arm, um, and really we're trying to change the music industry for good and make it more equitable, profitable, and diverse. Um, we focus on signing young women, non-binary and LGBTQIA artists from emerging markets. Uh, we have three artists on the roster right now, Talia Lahoud in Lebanon, Rosalyn in Armenia, and Annika Rose in Los Angeles. Um, and really we see Web3 as a tool to help these young women better tell their stories, connect with their fan bases, and reward their earliest supporters. And our uh, primary product at the moment is an Unreal Engine 5 music video game. So our first one will be out um, for Bruises, which is a song from Annika Rose at the end of May. That was pretty comprehensive. <laughs> I have a feeling you've done this before. Sammy, what do you got for me, man? You got anything to add on to that? I mean, no, Hannah crushed it. You know, my, my perspective is more in the context of like, I, I've been in this space for not a tremendous amount of time, but I came in in 2016 and my time really was spent around uh, Bitcoin mining and figuring out interesting ways to do so in a renewable fashion. So uh, the project was a 50 acre piece of land, 20 megawatt solar farm, and we used that energy to mine Bitcoin. And so during three years, I spent a lot of time traveling um, and talking about a use case that was very different than that was often spoken about, right? With Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, et cetera. Um, in 2021, kind of really fell into the NFT space. Uh, and it really, uh, it was uh, not, again, still not necessarily very clear how the music industry and I were going to work with this space and my understanding of it at the time. But it wasn't until, to be honest with you, um, I met Alex Salibian and we, he was the co-founder of, of Navak and we chatted on the phone for an hour 
Um, I did my first music NFT, by the way, in, in 2021. And, and this was something that, like I said, I didn't know what it meant for music at the time, but I did know and understood very clearly based on what it means to be able to put things on chain, that this was a timestamp. And I actually did this with a, another artist from Barranquilla. Why this is all relevant is because when I spoke with Alex, it was the first time that I heard a, a company or an organization that was wanting to really embrace something. They saw it from the context of like a, a holistic approach. We're an existing business and we see that technology is really are changing the way that people are engaging and understanding music and, and, and consuming music. And so I, I spoke with this guy, Alex, and we chatted for an hour. And then another meeting came by where we chatted and met for coffee and, and breakfast for another two hours. And I became an advisor. And then I became mm. an investor. And then I'm their Web3 director now. And really kind of like working with alongside these brilliant women um, and incredible creators to like, you know, try and make an interesting use case of how a record label um, and artists get to work together in a really different fashion that what we've been experiencing over the last X amount of years, you know? Man, there's so much for us to dive into. And, and apologies, I said Nuvac earlier, it's Nuvac. Um, and I do want to encourage anybody that has not followed already, it is spelled N-V-A-K Collective on Twitter. Um, go give them a follow. Just recently put out a good thread last week. Um, there's a ton of resources on the mirror. If you want to do a deep dive, you can really see what's going on. But we're going to attempt to answer some of these questions here. Um, first and foremost, I really love the global approach that you guys have. You know, you mentioned there's there's uh, an artist out of Lebanon, an artist out of Romania, one in Los Angeles. And when we spoke last, uh, you've got a new project. Well, uh, you know, uh, the, the next iteration, I guess I should say, where you guys will be traveling and, and incorporating all that too. In addition to telling us about what's coming up as far as the, the next location or plural locations, um, speak to the importance of, of having that global presence and that global reach, please. Yeah. Cool. I guess I can touch you down on that. Really, Nevada was founded on the idea that talent is equally distributed, but opportunity isn't. So all of our work goes back to that concept um, that, you know, there are create high potential creators um, all around the world that really just need access to the networks, the resources and the infrastructure um, to really make their voices heard in the global music industry. So that was why we started the nonprofit back in 2016. And that's why we started this label in 2020 as a continued support resource for women and girls needing local industry infrastructure. Um, and it all goes back to that. Um, so part of the reason, part of the way that we do that is going to emerging markets um, and running intensives um, for young women and girls to meet with mentors, um, attend masterclasses and workshops around songwriting production. This year, we're also adding in Web3 and blockchain education. Um, and each of the intensives will leave with uh, a compilation of music NFTs that were written um, and completed during the camp. So in the past, we've been to regions like Lilongwe, Malawi, Nirvana, Armenia. Um, our next intensives coming up will be in Ghana, Egypt, and going back to Armenia again. So um, a lot going on. But yeah, Sammy, feel free to, to add in anything there. Yeah, and some, something that she kind of touched on was 
the component of education and Web3 in these, in, in these different markets, right? These countries, a lot of them, this is kind of where that level playing field almost actually is, is a reality, right? Because all these people have to have is an internet connection. And so long as they have an internet connection, they can participate in global commerce. It's not about their ID. It's not about their banking system or any of these things. So then to be able to sell, say, 25 music NFTs at 0.05 ETH or whatever, that's a significant, significant amount of money and life-changing money could be for a lot of these markets. So, you know, these are the stories that are very interesting to help hopefully bring into Web3 as well, because like, man, you know, people in, in Egypt, people in Ghana, people in India, wherever, it's South America even, you know, like Colombia, 5X devalued the US currency, right? So these, this is interesting when, when we start getting not only those types of stories, but the sonic and, and visual kind of storytelling that will come uh, with being able to create these music video games, what Nabok has been kind of building out over the last year year or so, um, and and yeah, man, I mean, it's about kind of just bringing that 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 whole new level of like experience for these different markets. I I really love you know both of you guys' contribution on that, and and I, I making things more experiential and and reaching people that can experience this is is I think it's going to end up being revolutionary. Um, you know, truth be told where we are right now, we're, you know, barely scratching the surface on some of the things that we're capable of doing. So you guys having these intensives and reaching out to these different places and providing the education in the traditional sense, as far as, and as the web three sense is like, you know, obviously very groundbreaking in my opinion. Um, I want to get into the unreal engine and the video game aspect of it, because that stuff sounds really cool. And, I would encourage anybody still go check out what this team has, has put together because there's some really cool stuff. There's some really cool video clips that you can already see. Um, but before we do, what I was curious about next is kind of where you've seen, you know, let's let's speak about where music is in the traditional sense right now, where everybody sees everything and why this need has arisen to not only create more equal opportunities or and or equal outcomes, um, but also like how we can go about attacking this or how you guys are going about attacking this using the collective and the foundation. Yeah, I, I'm happy to start that one. Um, so yeah, Nabok has noticed quite a few, not the only ones who've noticed this, but quite a few in, uh, issues in the music industry today that has made music very passive. Um, so for example, platforms like TikTok are really, really wonderful for music discovery. They've brought opportunity to creators all around the world. We're not saying that TikTok is terrible or we should go away with TikTok. It has done good, but there has become this reliance on TikTok that has um, really hurt the music industry in several ways. Um, so TikTok, while it does lead to, it can lead to millions of streams uh, for independent artists, um, it's leading to passive fan engagement. So it's, it's garnering fans of a song far more than it's garnering fans of an artist. Um, you know, you, you go through the platform and fans are spending 30 to 60 seconds with, with a song. Um, 
and we are trying to prove that you can spend more time with an artist's story, more time with an artist's music, and really engage with artists on a deeper level through these immersive experiences um, in Unreal Engine 5. So, Sammy, feel free to, to add on to that. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it, I actually listened to a, a podcast that Alex was just recently on talking about how, you know, the stance that we also have with regards to Spotify is also Spotify is okay. You know, if we're looking at it as a monetization tool, we're looking in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. It's a great distribution tool to be able to say, Hey, we've got anybody and everybody that wants to be able to listen to music. They're here, jump in, stream it. That's great. And I, I, I listened to that podcast. I'm like, yeah, that's actually like very accurate. Right. And so like you look at, what I think we're doing here, and I said that I think we're doing here is because we don't also have the answers. We're experimenting with everybody here along the way. Sure, you know, I have since 2016 in the space, but every single day I'm learning from the, from the brand new ears and eyes that are coming in here because they have a different perspective, right? Um, new ways to be able to think about like how to, on, what this onboard word is, but like onboard people. Um, and so I think that, you know, understanding that these platforms, as Hannah said, like they've been great to distribute and get access to those people or those artists or the art. But like, man, we got to start spending time like what it was like to be able to get a vinyl record and people still yeah. do today. Right. They get a vinyl record. They put it in and they listen to the music. They just like it's, a, an, ex, and it's ex, an experience. So can we can we kind of create a moment? where sure we have all these avenues to like get that funnel of people okay cool now let's see how many people put their email in to actually play the game will they will they play the game uh how much time do they spend in the game is is this interesting you know like all of this stuff is all in info that we have no idea and that's kind of like the really exciting part about it is like Let's see if this is like the, the new way, because in our eyes, the, our perspective, we're very clear where the, the future is headed. Yo, there's going to be our AR glasses. We put them on that are hooked up, hopefully, to our, a MetaMask and like an experience that a music artist that cre was, you know, created in your computer now can be transport, you know, transmitted into this way cool AR experience, maybe, right? So, like, here we are at the precipice of this with what we're doing with Unreal Engine. Yeah, and there's the, uh, again, you guys give me a lot of good sound bites here, but like, there's there's a lot, you know, it's scary and exciting all at the same time. We are all collectively learning. Uh, you start throwing in the advance of AI on top of the blockchain and the video games and all the music, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, how do you make it work? So it's it's for sure i love that you're going with with the video game um approach i do think that's kind of a meeting people where they're at kind of way um there's a lot of you know i know that there's a lot of sync opportunity for music in that but if it's if it's even more immersive in that so now you feel like there's part of like this lore being built with the video game and then people you know truth be told you know i don't play a lot of video games anymore but i remember you know i would play video games and and you know people would develop a, a, a nostalgia or an emotional attachment to these video games. And sometimes the songs would trigger different things, right? So I, I really love that approach. Now I will say it sounds like a hell of a like big thing to tackle though. Like the video game plus this, like 
and I get it. I get it. It's 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 the long, it's the marathon, not a sprint type thing. What have you run into um, as far as like building the video game is concerned? Because I know like, and obviously we don't have to go into every single specific nuance, but like, what has it been like? And you know, how many times? I feel like there's always concessions when when you're building things, and so like you reach a certain point, like ah crap, maybe we'll dial this back in that spot, like. But what have been some of the challenges with actually like building a video game and then like intertwining it with like music and lore and all of that? Yeah, it's been a really fascinating experience because obviously we all have music industry backgrounds, but are new to the video game world. And our CG team has, you know, extensive experience in the movie industry. For example, Tamara Diab was computer graphic supervisor for, you know, movies like Avatar. Um, but creating video games has been new for the majority of the team. And it's been a lot of coordinating with um, team members we never thought we'd have, you know, we'd, we'd never dream of being able to meet with. So like Unreal Engine specialists, VFX artists from around the world. We have team members in, in Egypt, in the U.S. They're everywhere. Um, so that's been a really um, it's been a learning experience for sure. Getting to, you know, understanding the lingo coordinating between those types of teams. Um, I would say the biggest challenge, but also it makes it really exciting, is just honing in our ideas because we as a team are like, we wanna do this, we wanna do this, we wanna have multiplayer and we wanna move really quickly. And then the, you know, the video game team is like, whoa, this, you know, this takes a year <laughs> to build out. Um, but it, it makes it really exciting for what's to come on the roadmap. But yeah, I think it's just, the whole experience of understanding how it all works, timelines, um, and understanding the lingo has been the most interesting part on my end. Totally. Uh, everything she said. And it's just, once again, it's new. Like, we're talking about, you know, we're seeing today, like, on Cyber, and we're seeing Board Ape Yacht Club with other side creating experiences for their holders and creating, you know, from ground zero games or um moments of games right like they're they're like leaking opportunities as, as they come like if i'm not mistaken i'm not a board ape holder but those those other side kind of demos are kind of like they're demos exactly that and they're like opportunities for people to kind of like play as they're building that's awesome like as a as a fan of whatever it is it doesn't matter like i i i'm that got me excited and i under, also understand kind of like where we're at with this whole experience too it's like it's not it we're gonna iterate there's gonna be updates there's gonna be like you know this is just ground zero and that's also really exciting too so learning to be able to also be cool with like all right this is our mvp we're gonna put it out in public we're gonna you know we, we want the feedback we want to hear what people are looking for we want this is also like mind you we're doing this experience for free and we're doing a, a claim for 2,500 NF tickets. So it's a, it's a free claim. It's just gas. Um, so hopefully the meme coins aren't going crazy right now at that time. But nonetheless, it's still worth the gas. I promise that. Um, and it's, it's you know, it's going to be a way for us to kind of like build with, with the community. So like that's also just in general, getting everybody in that mindset 
all of us being in that kind of like environment where we're ready to also receive, um, we're ready to like put this out there. You know, that's just been a, a six, seven month process. It's, it takes a minute. Oh, for sure. For sure. The development time is on anything is not fast. Um, anybody, <laughs> whether it's a startup or tech or anything, you, you know, dev takes time. Um, couple quick follow-ups on, on that though. How have the artists received everything as far as like the video game has been concerned? Cause like, you know, everyone's interested in that kind of mixes and matches, but when you're like, Hey, this is actually like how we're going to move forward and like build some of your fan base and your brand identity and things of that nature. What's been the reaction like? Yeah. So that's a great question. So all of this is remember stemming from, bruises and the bruises song the lyrical content of the song and we of course as a record label had to pitch this to annika and be like all right so we're going into web3 we're going into you know we're going to try and build out this experience where it because at first mind you we didn't know it was a music video game we didn't call it that we yeah. just kind of got to that within the last few months um where we're like oh because it's not just a video game and it's not just a music video. It's a convergence of the two. If, if, we, were, if we were saying that this is truly a game, I, I, would be, I think we would be doing a disjustice to the gaming community, to games in general. Like, but it is the actions and the exploratory kind of like feeling of what, what it looks like to be in a game environment or a gaming environment based and tied with a, a story of a, of a song. And in this case for, for bruises, like what, first of all, it was the very first song that Annika released with Navak. So this is, a, it's kind of like a really cool timestamp again. Um, but second of all, the story, it's an important story to be able to translate in an environment where again, it, it's hopefully uh, compelling enough for people to spend time with it. The story is about a friend that has, has an, you know, either a mental illness or is currently going through a, a, an issue. Um, Annika sees it and is like, man, I, I know I see my friend is going through something. We've all had this experience where a friend is going through something and you just want to let them know, hey, I see you. I'm here for you no matter mm -hmm. what. And how can we kind of translate that story in an immersive, cap captivating, compelling utilizing the lyrical, using the sonic sphere of the stems of the music and create this experience. And um, I think that, you know, all along the way, it has been the entire curation of Annika uh, with Tamar to make this experience. Like the bedroom, she curated everything. Uh, the, the cocoon, the, the, the characters that you're going to meet along the way in the game, those were all kind of like fine-tuned with Annika. And then Hannah, I don't know if you wanted to, to add anything. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to add, it's been really great to see Annika's excitement in getting to build these or, you know, dream up these spaces with Tamar. Um, and as we continue to build out these, these games for other artists um, and showcasing their parts of the world, like, for example, Talia Lahoud is in Lebanon. What does a, an Unreal Engine 5 music video game, if you're taking them through Batroon, Lebanon, a beach town, um, so really getting to showcase those parts of their stories through this has been really great. But yeah, in terms of artist reaction, um, I think it was, yeah, a lot of education at first of like, what is Web3? What the heck is a music video game? What are you even talking about? Yeah. <laughs> to then getting into the, the nitty gritty of it of like, oh, this is cool. This is 
bigger than a music video. This is like real engagement with fans. Um, I get to really curate this world, which I never thought I'd do before. So um, it was a lot of education. And then the excitement was really there, which has been really awesome to see. That's great. Jared, That's and, really and, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was just, the only thing I was going to say was like, we only got the first time to experience all of us together where we got even ch chance to even see Annika's reaction to this thing during NFTLA because mm -hmm. this is when we kind of had an event uh, during NFTLA, she performed, and then we had an experience for people to play the game. She got a chance to play from start to finish the game, and we were all there to see her, you know, reaction. And it was kind of like she was like, <laughs> you know, like this is Blown away. wild. I mean, like it's a wild thing. It's crazy. That's great. No, that's that's really great. Now I'm I'm like super anxious to see it. Um, some of the details of the game, and you guys mentioned it earlier, and this is not a small detail by any means, but you guys saying that this is going to be a free rollout for 2,500 claims is also a really, really big deal. And so I want to know what went into the decision for the a couple parts here. What went into the decision to make this a free claim? Um, and how does Nuvak specifically now monetize on this, maybe at some point in the future, even if it's not in the immediate future, at some point, like, what is, I guess, kind of the business plan, uh, you know, for lack of a better phrase, to keep the lights on that type of thing? A lot of, I can uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's just part of that, at least. Um, so we have been sort of like building with our heads down uh, over the past six, seven months of this game. Um, we thought it was really, really cool. We were really excited about it but hadn't really showed too many people what we were working on. And so we were setting up um, calls here and there with just our close supporters, um, people who we really trust in this space. And we actually had a conversation with Adam Levy uh, from the Mint podcast, showed him the game. And he was the one that really inspired us to make this experience free. He was like, whoa. Sorry, the, do the dog wants to chat. <laughs> but yeah, he was the one that really saw the game and was like, "This have you, have you considered making this free? And uh, it was a big moment for us, like, because, you know, he was saying that we should get more eyes on it, you know, that this is worth having people watch. It's a cultural moment. Um, we want to get as many people as we can into this experience. And we had a quite a few team meetings and ultimately just decided, you know, our goal is, is to, yeah, get as many eyes on it as possible and hopefully really make this as accessible. And Sammy, feel free to add in there. Yeah, you know, it was that moment when we when we did get a chance to share with Adam. And, and then also, like, you know, like Hannah said, we had many discussions internally, kept, want to get, want to get perspectives from people, of course. And, and we'll say that, you know, some of my favorite projects and all along the way, mind you, even with Annika's, you know, kind of entrance into Web3 has been in a gifting manner. Co-ops uh, has been the, the fashion for us and for her to be able to build a community, not based off of selling things, but rather inviting people to kind of be on this journey with her. A lot of the project throughout this last year, um, she's done a lot free free drops. Um, and she, she's done a couple of free acoustic drops or she did a one free acoustic drop. She did 
her Genesis NFT pass was a free 250, you know, pass, you know, free. Uh, and what we're trying to do here is like, whether you are, have money or don't have money, if you're paying attention, you're, you're along the ride and you get a part of it, right? Some of these claims that we just did, again, this is a first of its kind music video game built by a team of 20 badass individuals from a lot around the world. One of which who's our co-founder is a part of, I mean, look at his, his IMDB. He's part of some of the most iconic films in the planet. So being able to collect a piece of an artifact from something like this, again, as a stamp of in time, let, let the community, you know, make that value. Um, we're building this thing to be able to, to, in hopes that there is value for the community. Why we're saying 2,500, this is a reasonably um, familiar number for the, like the DSPs and, and like the traditional uh, side of like music distribution in terms of pre-saves. Um, so we, let's see if we can get 2,500 people to claim, allow for this space be the, the portal into Annika's fan club. Right. And this is, again, phase one. Right. This is phase one of, a, of hopefully many, 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 many iterations and updates of, of what it's going to be like to enter into this ecosystem or into Annika's world. But 2,500 claims, you go into this uh, NFT ticket gated area. It's her listening room. You'll be able to do mints of her audio, you know, music NFTs, merch, exclusive updates of the game will be happening through that portal, right? And it much, it feels a lot better for someone that has been participating to grow with something rather than it being just like, here, we're trying to make a whole shitload of money. By the way, we want to make money. That's yeah. not it. But like, let's build this because again, we don't know the answers. We want to be able to kind of grow with the community truthfully um, and see how we can iterate, how we can make this better. Some of the best feedback that we got was when we actually got to get this in front of people and play it, right? So now we have an understanding of like what this could potentially be. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, again, I'm very anxious to see it. I really want to see what's going on here. Um, one more one to throw at you guys here too. I'm curious um that the traditional side web three and nfts and all this and kind of scoffs for the most part what has been the reception if any that you guys have received from the traditional side taking this approach not only with with web three and nfts and, and and all that but then taking music videos and like really elevating that and incorporating the video game in this like very comprehensive manner so I would say it's an ongoing conversation. Um, it doesn't, it's constant um, having them understand what, what we're doing, how we're doing it, have them seeing the actual growth of fans or supporters, whatever word you want to use, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, like collector, fan, supporter, participant, um, like, they want to see those numbers, of course. Again, how can we translate what they are understanding as like pre-saves um, and, and like what's important to them and, and make them see that there's there's something here. They care about this artist. They want to see them, you know, like succeed, right? 
Um, so it's an ongoing conversation. However, I will say that they are very excited uh, mm-hmm. to see this thing come to life because to, to our knowledge, this is, a, again, the first of its kind. And, and we're, they're like, oh, wow, this could be a great access point for people not to be so scared of Web3, right? Like making it free and having it only be an opportunity for people. If they have an email, cool, they have an email. If they have a wallet and they can claim this, they they get access to it. They claim the NF ticket, and now they're a part of this, you know, obviously community, and and more and more more importantly, like this experience. Um, so that's kind of been overall, I would say, the the reception from our where we're sitting at the table. Not talking about the general consensus of Web three or what's happening. Again, we're we're kind of trying to hone in on what we are building here at Novak and um, figure out how then that translates for the masses after the fact, right? Is like, can we be that, that, that moment for, for everybody? We're building live in, in person. You know, we have a mirror blog, blog post that Hannah has been building out over the last year that's depicting what we've been up to. And Hannah, you can please feel free. Yeah, yeah, I would just add to that, um, that it's, it's new. Um, And I think whether you're in Web 3 or you're in Web 2, everyone recognizes the issues in the music industry today. Everyone is recognizing the need for direct-to-fan engagement um, to really change how people are consuming music. Um, So it's been really exciting to get to present these different types of solutions that we're coming up with to the more traditional Web 2 music industry stakeholders and really presenting it as an experiment of, you know, this is our attempt at, at um, fixing these these major issues. And um, we've had some, some great reactions, really curiosity. Um, and also, as Sammy mentioned, like being able to tie in some more familiar numbers, like, you know, 2,500 pre-saves um, into what we're building with these music video games uh, and, and trying to, you know, work in that crossover space between it's not one versus the other, but how can these two really fuse to, to create a, a community and environment onboard people who aren't familiar with web three into the space um, in, in an immersive, exciting way that doesn't feel very intimidating. It's more just fun. You don't even realize that you're interacting with, with blockchain technologies. Yeah. Yeah. Let's forced. It, it felt like kind of a, for lack of a better analogy, like a Miyagi thing, like, you know, you get everybody in here doing it and they, they just do it. And then all of a sudden they're like, Oh yeah, actually I already know how to do this. Um, I hate this question, um, especially when people are, are, you know, building up everything. Uh, but there's always this question of scalability. Uh, but I, what I do love, and in, in, so in, in this question of scalability, especially when it's as an intensive as a project, as a build, as what you guys are working on, mm-hmm. uh, I think you guys have really come up with a good way to go about this with giving, like, morsels in between updates whether that's the mirror post whether that's the scenes that you guys are providing all of that um what else if anything else no not that i'm trying to pressure anyone can we expect to see from you guys along this path as we get closer to the lead up to uh to bruises there's well yeah let let me let me also kind of like this is kind of tying into exactly what we were just kind of talking about this is kind of, and we've seen this with Annika, right? Annika has been in the music industry since she was 12. Um, she's been building an audience and, and a group of people paying attention to her for quite some time. And there's a lot of people in her Discord that are new to Web3 
um, that kind of like have just, you know, incrementally, just like all of us stumble in and we're like, ah, I don't know what we're doing, but people are figuring it out. Right. And that I will say has been a really awesome thing because why this matters is to tie into your question. We just recently did an activation with warp sound. Mm. Warp sound was Annika's very first NFT that she ever purchased. Um, and we're very cognizant that in order to do this at all and like to do this in a, in a, proper fashion, it takes a tremendous amount of work and a tremendous amount of people, a village. It takes a village to like make a, a, a moment, right? Um, and we we wanted to kind of like figure out a really cool way to activate her, the very first community that she ever was really involved with and opened up their arms to her, right? With like love and like care, because again, she's a new person coming into this space. Um, we did a, an AI remix of her song Bruises as a free claim, only exclusively to her community. And all those people that claimed that song were allow listed for the NF ticket claim. So there's going to be tranches of this okay. claim for, you know, her existing holders, the people that are have purchased NFTs and paid money for those will get the first tranche. They get all, all the access, her POAP holders, her Genesis holders, all that and then they're the community holders, right? And the people that have been kind of along the way with us on this journey. Um, and so Warp Sound, that was an activation that just minted out over 4,000 remixes of this song, which was sick. Um, we're going into this new, like now May, it's May 1st, it's crazy. Uh, this new month with more activations, um, one of which is kind of being developed as we speak. Uh, but we're going to be doing something perhaps with a group that we're very familiar with. They're the, the family over at Glass. Um, but I won't talk further about what that looks like because it's being developed as we speak. But it expect something within the next week to two weeks. Hey, shout out Varun and the Glass team over there. Jamie Cornelia, everybody that's over there. Um, it sounds really cool. It sounds really cool. Um, I'm really excited about you mentioned there's the AI remix. So, so, you know, maybe, you know, maybe we can get a bid in to do, you know, Annika or somebody to do like a Grimes collab, you know, Grimes just came out with all that info and said like, Hey, we'll do 50, 50 splits, just make it pop. So, um, Hey, we're, we're, we're on that train, my friend. We're, we're definitely, um, you know, we're, this is something that I respect tremendously from the group at Navak and Alex and Tamar, um, they are forward thinking individuals. They are not afraid to get in the dirt and try things and experiment with stuff. And I think that not as a, not only as like someone that's involved in the team, but like as an investor and someone that understands like business, being able to be malleable and being able to understand that there are trends and there are opportunities and being able to like act with swiftness is something that is beyond, you know, admirable respect respectable and, and and again and like it's been a, a tremendous honor and, and a lot of gra gratitude i feel towards working alongside these people because mm. they do take their time they're thoughtful but they're also very like quick to be able to see and recognize what's going on so we're on your wave my friend <laughs> love it love it yeah and there's there's always a certain level of, of agility and swiftness that's needed to to capitalize on things as they come up and and you know it's it's very interesting and obviously being in the music side you guys can relate to this but it's um jonathan mann uh you know affectionately known as the song a day guy um told me he goes i never know which one's gonna pop 
he's like, I just absolutely never know. This is a guy that's made like 5,000 songs, you know, uh, and, you know, every day consecutively. He's like, I never know. So I think it's, it's one of those things is like, you know, being agile and, and being able to hop on things is like putting up your song a day, really like, Hey, maybe this one will go, maybe this one will go. And it's just keeping at it. So, um, we're going to wrap it up. And I, first and foremost, I want to thank you both so, so, so much for, for taking the time with me. I really appreciate you uh, coming on and answering my questions. Um, and I, I, I enjoy talking about these sorts of things and, and there's so much and like, you guys are so forward thinking and like, you know, I know there's always bumps in the road with everything, but like, it feels like you guys are, are geared up to, to really just try to attack like a number of different things in a cohesive way. Um, before we go, I want to leave the floor to you guys for anything that you want to leave out to anybody, uh, any dates coming up, where to find you, anything like that. It's all yours. Well, My first, yeah. <laughs> I just want to say thank you so much for having us. Like the feeling is mutual. We're so grateful and really, really enjoy like anytime someone is willing to, to help us share what we're doing is so appreciated. So just thank you to begin with. Um, but yeah, we are posting regular updates and leaks and all, all the fun stuff on Twitter at Navak Collective, N-V-A-K Collective. Um, we're also sharing stuff in our Discord, but our more hefty stuff is going on on Mirror, um, Navak Collective PVC on Mirror. So definitely subscribe to our Mirror uh, for more updates. And yeah, you can also check out Annika Rose Sings on Twitter. She's sharing her own content there as well. Um, and yeah, so and then for everybody that's also, we're on Lens, so Novak Collective at Lens or dot .lens, AnnikaRose.lens, SDR.lens. Um, we're, we're here to learn as well, guys. And I, I can't wait to be able to just kind of keep pushing, uh, building with everybody. Uh, please give a follow if you haven't followed. Subscribe to all the things, and, and we'll, we'll see you guys very soon. Really appreciate you so much, Jared. Yeah, anytime, anytime you guys want to come back, I'm, I'm, I'm here for the updates. Uh, I can't wait to get my hands on the game myself. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in now or after the fact. As usual, we'll have this on streaming. If you have not already, please make sure you download Huddle and H-U-D-D-L-N. It's a great way to try to monetize some of your content and some other things that we've got going on. Uh, Sammy, Hannah, I appreciate you guys. Until next time, peace. Thank you so much.